0: Buddies, welcome to episode forty-nine of Agency Buddies, the podcast. I am your host, Generator, as always. And as you can see, I am back at my humble abode. Um, I have a cool background because once our special guest gets here, we are going to bring her in, and we're going to talk about all things spiritual for the short period of time that we're going to have her tonight. Um, I hope you guys have had an amazing week. Mine has been non-existent. I don't even. Oh, I was in West Point. It's mashed together. Like I can't remember shit. Like I went to West Point. Um, That class was kind of a waste of my time. Uh, They could have just given me the resources and I would have been good to go. This guy, he says that he, and I'm not, I'm really not trying to trash like DOD instructors, but let's face it, DOD instructors suck. This guy says he's been teaching this class for 20 years. He did not seem prepared at all. And All he kept doing was talking about himself and how much he hates and loves Starbucks. And I'm just like, dude, if like we on Thursday's class, we weren't even class for 30 minutes. And he had already told like six or seven stories about himself. And I'm like, this is going to be a long fucking day. But nonetheless, um, anyways, let's go ahead and bring on producer Bill so we can just shoot the shit until... Our guest gets here. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew.
1: (laughs) So speaking of spirituality, I cannot think of a better segue into two different things that will do my spirit well. The first one is going to be vacationing on the beach this weekend. I'm so jealous. Oh, my God. I'm so ready for this. Tabitha's so ready for this. And we're going back to my favorite golf course of all time, Kelly Plantation in Destin, Florida. We were worried because Hurricane Ian was on a path to do a lot of damage in the panhandle. So we were worried. But then... I I feel like an asshole because it shifted paths, but now, and that's great because now it's not even going to touch the panhandle, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot more damage it can do inland now that it's going more towards north central Florida. So you know uh, thoughts and prayers go out to those folks, but they're thoughts uh, you know, and prayers. I, yeah, you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, I know. Uh, it yeah. just makes me laugh whenever I hear that because Anthony Jeselnik, he's a stand-up yeah. comedian. Like, I don't know if you saw that clip but before, but he's like, thoughts and prayers. Like people yeah. just are really saying, Don't forget about me today.
1: <laughs> exactly. But uh <laughs> makes you me know. laugh. It looks like we're going to have beautiful weather the entire weekend. We're really looking forward to it, and you know, I know this is going to sound corny to some of you folks, and if it does, you know that's a that's a you problem. It's not a me problem. After eight years together with my wife, we still love those uh these long road trips because we get a chance to talk and we get a chance to catch up and we get you know decompression is our thing and Mm -hmm. getting down there there's a lot of decompression that happens and to be honest with you jen you've lived in tennessee you've been to nashville you know that in nashville at 6 a.m if you're not through there then the damp, the traffic, you're not going anywhere.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: Yeah. So we get up at four 30 in the morning, we leave, we blow through Nashville and we are, you know, that, that's my time to zone in. Let me get into driving mode. Let me Mm -hmm. hit my driving playlist on my phone. But then once we get through there, it's just an amazing time. So, yeah. Oh my God. Liz is here and she's showing us the horses. All right. Let's uh, Liz. I'm going to go ahead and bring Liz on. Let's do it this way.
0: Hopefully her connection is stable. Go. Hi, buddy. Hey, friend. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing great. It looks like you just got off work. Ah, uh, uh, like, sort of.
2: Ah, sort of. got home off of work and I really needed to go for a ride. So?
0: <laughs> so, Oh. <laughs> my bad my bad my bad so everybody this is my buddy Liz uh she used to work with me um and then she decided to leave me and go to stupid Kansas um but it's okay cuz we are still going to start kicking our podcast off we've already got our TikTok kicked off Instagram kicked off we got a Spotify account a YouTube account we got all the things and we're <laughs> starting to get a little bit of uh, try to get a little bit of momentum there. And so I think our first episode, we're going to, we're only recording it. We're not going to do it live because, you know, Liz is still a little nervous about being on camera, but you know, we're kind of now, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of breaking a little bit now, try to get her a little used to it, but, uh, maybe eventually we'll do, we'll start doing live, but we got some kinks to work out, I think.
1: Yeah. So what's your kink?
0: (laughs) Oh my God, Bill. (laughs) But yeah. So Liz, if you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself,
2: uh, what's there to say I mean I'm pretty amazing no I'm just kidding uh, <laughs> so uh well I'm Jen's friend and I'm super excited about our like new adventure on just kind of like getting everybody to like wake up I'm so, I'm excited about it um it's a life-changing thing and uh it can happen really quickly and so like as we learn like, we just want to like share all that knowledge that we learn as we get it so that you don't have to go digging for it and you don't have to make all the, you know, the wonders and the whys. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited about it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm super like super excited. Like we were actually supposed to do this back in I think June was when we were initially going to kick it off, but then somebody decided to move, and so we kind of put a little damper in things. But it's okay. Um, so yeah, kind of like what Liz says, like we're 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 newbies. Like that's kind of our motto is uh, join us, newbies on a spiritual journey or newbies on a spiritual journey. And you know, as we start discovering things ourselves and. We share it with you and, you know, there's some things you can obviously, you can obviously, I always preach, you know, research everything on your own, but hopefully whatever me and Liz like put out to you guys, you guys will, you know, it'll nudge you in the right direction to kind of help you on your spiritual journey.
2: Yeah. And wherever you go from there, that's your path and that's super dope. We just want yeah, to help you it's going to be the entrance of the park.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be great. And I'm telling you like watching Liz, like I don't want to I don't want to just do all of it cuz like we're going to obviously talk about this, but like watching Liz on her spiritual journey has been like amazing just watching her like wake up and just watching the things connect. And so it's going to be really exciting to, you know, help do that to other people. And, you know, hopefully, you know, people will share their uh, stories and maybe we'll influence some people to wake up and have those big moments like Liz did.
2: <laughs> Yay. Yay! I'm excited. Well, I won't, uh, you know, take up many more of your time. I got things to feed. Yeah. uh, I'm excited. I can't wait to see everybody there and, you know, just come check it out and, and hopefully we can help you.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, Liz, thank you so much for popping in. And I look forward to talking with you on Thursday and recording our first episode. Yes, ma'am. All right, guys, have a good night. Bye buddy. Bye. All right. Yeah. Super exciting. Um, Yeah. That, that's the other thing is, you know, with where she's at, she doesn't have the best internet. Um so that's part of the other reason why we're gonna be recording it. But um yeah I really hope you guys join us. Like it it's gonna be super exciting. I, I've been super excited about it for a while and now that we're starting to kick it off. Uh, make sure you guys follow the cosmic compass on TikTok, on Instagram. Uh on TikTok if you go there it has a link to the Instagram and the YouTube. Um, And then on Spotify, it's just, I think I just have it as the cosmic. You would think I'd know this information. Um, (laughs) I think I just have it as the cosmic compass or the cosmic compass podcast. One of the two, but it's definitely under the cosmic compass.
1: Okay. Very cool. Looking forward to seeing more of that. Absolutely. Okay. So we were talking we're talking about spiritual journeys Mm -hmm. and for people like myself and Jen, is there anything more spiritual than Deadpool? Deadpool? <laughs> <laughs> the new uh, Deadpool update just dropped on Ryan Reynolds' uh, YouTube channel. When I say just, I mean like literally two hours ago. And it is blowing the F up. So maybe we can have some little impromptu Jin Jin reacts here.
0: Yeah, it was just, this is for what, Deadpool 3?
1: Yes, and it just dropped.
0: Oh shit! Yeah.
1: Okay. Because I, this once. is brand new. Yep. Here we go. We is are his going suit going
0: to gonna be tighter?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds. That's my man crush. Okay, let me know if you can hear it, Jen.
3: Hey, everyone. Yes. Uh, we're extremely sad to have missed D twenty three, but we've been working very hard on the next. Here edu- it echo. Uh,
1: a good. Okay, I wonder if maybe I. I think I know what I did here. That's my fault. Let me stop the screen share. Listen,
0: you guys know I'm all about the ladies, but Ryan Reynolds, he's definitely one that can convert gen gen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's one that dad bot. What? No, Ryan Reynolds has the body of a Greek god. <laughs> I mean, dude, come on now. If you want to talk about dad bots, talk about Jason Momoa. Okay. So here we go. Let's try it one more time.
3: Hey everyone. Uh we're extremely Sad to have missed D23, but we've been working very hard on the next Deadpool film for uh, a good long while now. I've had to really search my soul on this one. Uh, His first appearance in the MCU obviously needs to feel special. We need to stay true to the character, uh, find new depth, new motivation, new meaning. Every Deadpool needs to stand out and stand apart. It's been an incredible challenge that has forced me to reach down deep inside and I have nothing. Yeah, it's just completely empty up here and terrifying. But we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ron.
0: That's so far away.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. It's so far away. But if you're going to bring the X Universe into the MCU, this is the way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I hate agree. to quote them. I hate to quote The Mandalorian, but this is the way. And this is 100% Hugh, the way. Yeah. Hugh Jackman and Deadpool coming into the MCU. I know it's a long way off. We're going to have to wait two years, but that's n- 9624. That is somebody's birthday weekend i'm not going to say yeah. any names but his initials are bill doris so <laughs> so yes i saw this literally when it dropped two hours ago and i was like oh i gotta throw this in at jen so jen your thoughts how do you like it?
0: i i'm super excited i love that he had a little bit of sponsorship in there with his own was he got vodka he, yeah he the aviator is it yeah. vodka or
1: jen it's either vodka or Jen aviator, whichever the,
0: the clear yeah. liquor that he sells. Um, you mm-hmm. know, he, he had that little promo in there. Um, why was he pooping with his suit on? Question. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm oh. super excited. I think that's a great like you mm-hmm. know, teaser to like what's coming.
1: Now, okay, now KM brings up an actual good point here. Any chance they'll give a bald British man a wheelchair to finish out the trio? The bald British man has actually already made his entrance into the MCU. And I don't want to spoil it, but he has. Uh, uh, Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier has mm-hmm. made an appearance in the MCU. I don't want to say what scene from what movie, but it's out there and it's on. Disney oh,
0: Plus. yeah, that's right. I remember mm-hmm. now. Yes, I remember now. It, it has been if you've watched any of the recent uh, MCU movies. So mm.
1: I'll let you folks figure that part out. Yeah, no, that's no going to be great.
0: No but, spoilers.
1: Don't forget we will have spoil full of spoiler uh, review of the latest episode of House of the Dragon later on. Yeah. We're not gonna do that, that right now. We saved that for the end. So if you haven't watched House of the Dragon's latest episode, you can bail. But wow, this show just keeps getting better and better. I'm so impressed.
0: Yeah. Well, let's not talk about it just yet.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: We yeah, we're still a little early. But um, yeah, this is uh this is gonna be great. I, I'm super excited mm-hmm. for the the next Deadpool movie. Um, I'm sad that it's going to take so long, but you know, whatever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But you know, you've got secret invasion coming up and then you've got a bunch of other Marvel projects along the way. I'm still Mm -hmm. waiting. I I don't, I have not watched all of She-Hulk. So I don't know if Daredevil has made his entrance yet. So I
0: I heard, I don't watch the show, but I, I think, you know, there's people that post on Facebook and whatnot. A lot of the I follow a lot of comic book pages, so I think mm-hmm. that he has. I, I don't know, I know there's talk of it. And Kenda, yes, they're they are yeah. finally going to like they've been talking about bringing X Men into the uh Marvel universe, so where they belong, so that this will be great.
1: Okay, uh, it's good to tease what's coming along, keeps the anticipation le- elevated. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Ashley says, I know the answer if you want to know.
0: We know the answer.
1: No, I think she's talking about has Daredevil made an appearance in She-Hulk? Yet.
0: Oh, I thought she I, think, I was looking at a previous. I was looking at a previous comment.
1: Yes, if part. No, if the his suit
0: there's something strange about his timing, is what she said. <laughs> oh, delay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. dad joke. G- great pun. Yeah. Ashley wins this podcast episode. Yeah,
0: that was. Yeah, yeah that was good a good. Stuff. That was a good one. But um, yeah, so spirituality, all things are going to be good. Let's uh, I want to kind of take it to a little bit more of a serious topic because Mm -hmm. this is something that's been kind of it kind of hit close to home uh, recently. Um, So you guys know all the drama on TikTok. I know you guys know it with, uh, Chris, I, I, Chris don't Taylor Brown. I
1: don't get into that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well with Chris Taylor Brown and trapped and you know, I, I had done a video and I almost stitched it today, but like, I can't get my words out. Right. And I'm not trying to go at war with literally anybody. Like I, I just, I don't want the drama in my life, but the thing that I want to say is I can see both sides of the argument when it comes to a, you know, a 15 or 16 year old with an older person. And the reason why is, uh-huh. Because we have to fix our age of consent laws within America. Ohio age of consent is 16. I just found out somebody close to me who's 17 years old is dating a 28 year old. And there's literally nothing I can do about it because the Ohio laws, that's not even statutory. So when I say I, I understand both sides because that 17 year old is gonna do whatever the fuck that 17 year old wants to do. Mm-hmm. Period. And we also have to look at the federal laws because for a soldier, 16 is the minimum age. Um, I do think that they have like a close and gap age. So like a 16 year old can't be dating someone older than 21. I think it's more for like soldiers that are like just graduating boot camp or going to boot camp, you know, 18, 19 year olds. And they probably went to high school with that person, etc. cetera. But I think that what they need to do is they need to raise the age of consent to 18. And then they can have their Romeo and Juliet laws. That's what they call it. So if an 18 year old or or, I'm sorry, a 17 year old and a, you know, 16 year old, like they need to close that gap because in Ohio, the age or the uh, closing gap age is 13 to 17. Oh, fuck. No, fuck. No, a 17 year old should not be sleeping with a 13 year old.
1: A 13-year-old should not even be thinking about sex. No, much. they I shouldn't mean, I, be. They, They're going to, uh, especially yeah. in this day and age, but you know, I guess that's where I was going to go with it because I honestly feel that if you've got an 18-year-old girlfriend and she has sex with her 16-year-old boyfriend, that shouldn't be illegal. But
0: mm-hmm. you, you
1: mentioned the Romeo and Juliet law. Yeah,
0: so. so like, have a Romeo and Juliet law, but as far as anyone older than 18, the age of consent should be 18. A 28-year-old should not be allowed by law to have sex with someone under the age of 18. Mm-hmm. And this is where, like I said, I see both sides of the argument. That 28-year-old, 25-year-old, whatever the fucking scenario is, that adult knows better and shouldn't be, you know, because they're corrupting the mind of a, of a, of a minor. Because I think about when I was 16 years old, I was dating a 19, 19 he was either 19 or 20 at the time. I didn't know better. Like I'm, I'm a 16 year old teenage girl. Like I just want a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's just how girls mindsets were back in the day. And I'm sure boys are the oh, same, are the same way, you yeah, know, we that, just
1: but they're, they're that way in this day and age too, Jen. To be but no, and, and
0: yeah. I know. I know they are. I know they are. Okay. And that's why okay. I'm saying like, I okay. that's, that's why I say I understand it. But like, like I said, if we have the laws to protect, you know, the, the minors under the age of 18 so 17 and under, then I think that things would be a little bit better and people would maybe look at it more serious. I don't know if I said that right, if that made sense, because I just kind of rambled for a second, but I got distracted with the chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and that's the other thing too, what Ashley's saying. So like 12 to 17 year olds are not thinking of long-term emotional repercussions. They they they're not they, they're they do not have the mental capacity. They are their brains are not fully developed until they're at the age of 24. They do not understand you know, life, like they, they, all they know is school and living at home with mom and dad or living at home with a a parent. Like they don't understand life. They don't understand what type of repercussions, you know, going through a breakup is and, and, you know, giving away your virginity and then, you know, regret, like all those things, like they're not thinking about that. They're just thinking about, they want to be loved because that's what's in their face with all the media that's out there. You got fucking Facebook, TikTok fucking Instagram, Snapchat. You have all the things that's on the movies and the TV shows. And, and I know that at some point we have to draw a line and understand that part of it is parental responsibility and Mm -hmm. parents need to have more conversation. Again, I'm not a parent. I, I, am not telling anyone how to parent their kids. This is just my opinion. Um, I think that parents should start parenting their kids and teach them, Hey, just so you know, like you have your whole life ahead of you again, that 16, 17-year-old, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. And let's be honest, there's 13, 14, 15-year-olds that's going to do whatever the fuck they want. But as long as you exhaust every option out there to try to teach them, then hopefully they go on the right path. And that's all I have for that serious topic.
1: Uh, okay, so when you say Trapped, are we talking about the the rock band?
0: Yeah, the lead singer of Trapped, Chris taylor Brown. Um, So I guess. Yeah, I I need need
1: more context. I'm sorry.
0: So he had he had tweeted two years ago and I can't tell you the context anymore because the story has changed. So initially, um, when this these group of individuals went after him over this tweet from 2020, um, he had said that he was that 15 year old boy that slept with his 25 year old teacher. Well, then they recently went after him again, and he changed it and said that never happened. He was referencing the song Hot for Teacher. So I don't know the actual context to his tweet. But what he said was a 15-year-old uh, boy sleeping with a 25-year-old teacher is not pedophilia, which he's right by the definition. It is not pedophilia. It's hemophilia. Um, it, doesn't mean, but, it
1: doesn't mean it's right.
0: Exactly. And I don't think that he's ever said I I tried to stay out of it. In fact, I've ended up blocking and following a lot of people over all this because I just got sick and tired of seeing, I get sick and tired of seeing the same thing over and over and over. Um, Mm -hmm. But like I said, it is wrong on that teacher's part. But if you think about yourself at, you know, you bill as a 15 year old boy and you got a hot ass teacher and I mean, you don't know any better, but like you have that opportunity. Most boys are going to do that. Not saying it's right, but that's where I said that the teacher is in the wrong. Oh, very, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I, like I said, I understand. I, I completely understand both sides of it because, you know, we've all been teenagers. We've all, uh, not all of us, but a lot of us have dated older people that were older than the age of 18 and You know, we were young, and so I understand. But this is why we have to start focusing more on the laws and Mm. the punishment of these laws because people are getting away with things because they're like, oh, I'm just going to get slapped on the wrist. No big deal,
1: you know? We we have become a society that uh, I want to say probably closer to 15 years ago if a male person of authority – whether it's a, uh, a coach or a teacher or something like that, if it's a male and they engage in sexual activity with someone younger, then that man was chastised. He was, you know, if he could be drug out in the street and hung, it was mm-hmm. okay. But if women did it, and I would go back to reference uh, those two really cute blonde teachers in Louisiana back in 2012, Mm-hmm. They did it, And yeah, they faced criminal penalties, but they it wasn't like this big breaking news story yeah. like, you know, nowadays, I hate to say it. But when it comes to the lamestream media, the sexualization or children and sex in a story, is not even really a newsworthy story anymore no. in their eyes, and it doesn't matter who the perpetrators are, and it's fucking sickening. It's well, disgusting. that's also
0: because of who they protect.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's a big part of it. That, You're right. that
0: is a huge part of why a lot of these things do not hit national news uh, mm-hmm. because of who they protect. But my I thing is, uh, I, I think that our justice system, and I've said it before, our justice system is failing, and it needs to be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It needs balanced? to be reworked and yeah. yeah, it needs to be balanced. Like we, we need to have some sort of a standard on punishment. Um, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you have something between your legs or not. If you commit this crime, then you committed it. And these are the, the repercussions from it. Um, because I, I think about it this way. Cause you know, his, one of his arguments was like, Oh, if a 15 year old boy can overpower you know, a, a grown woman or whatever, like, okay. But like, I also think about it this way. There are girls out there. Cause I remember in high school, we had this, I didn't really think he was that cute, but these girls were like fucking Gaga over this male teacher. And I think that some of them would have, if they were given the opportunity. And like I said, it's wrong on the teacher's part, but this is where we start have, we have to start educating our children um, on what's right and what's wrong. And like I said, I, I wish that I could bring some education to, the individual that is close to me, but that individual is going to do whatever they want to do. And Mm -hmm. there's nothing I can do about it.
1: Mary Kay Letourneau. She, I, I didn't know she was dead. Holy shit. Okay. Mary Kay Letourneau was kind of like the OG female teacher who slept with her student. And I believe he was 13 or 15 at the time. This is in Washington state. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't know she had died, but that woman made tons of money in uh, movie deals, book Mm -hmm. deals, and stuff like that, because she was the OG female teacher who slept with her teenage uh, male student. And that is where I believe that the media, not just the news, but yeah, actually, I was the same way. She died two years ago. She died July oh, wow. 6th in 2020. She was only 58. Holy crap. Yeah, they had a bunch of kids because after she did her, uh, her sentence, mm-hmm. she got out and then she got back with the kid.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I think
1: I, th- I knew about that. Yeah, but to me, that story, the Mary Kay Letourneau story in all of the the buzz media everything that helped to enshrine what or cement normalization of female authority figures mm-hmm. molesting young men and that was so wrong that this woman after she got out of prison she made so much money off of movie rights and book mm-hmm. deals so you you see this and you're like Okay. Yeah, she did it, and she did a few, you know, years in prison. But look at all the money she made, and her kids yeah. are set for life.
0: Yeah, it's that's crazy. fucking
1: disgusting.
0: Um, I want to go back to Kenda's uh comment. So I I will tell you what I believe it is as to why um it's more lenient with women than it is with men. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a cultural thing because, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, we we all know. And, and I'm not trying to stereotype boys at all, but we all know that that teenage boys, that's all I think about is sex. Like they're yeah. hitting puberty. That's all they think about is sex, where teenage girls really necessarily aren't, you know? So I think it's a cultural thing like, hey, um, okay, well, the boys, it's its more statutory, whatever. Like it, it's neither here nor there. I really don't have an argument with this. It's just that I, I think that, uh, like I said, the laws need to change and I understand dating. I, I typically date younger. Um, I haven't dated younger than seven years younger than me, but like I typically date younger. So if, mm-hmm. if that's your thing, I mean, I don't do that on purpose. That just happened to be the thing. <laughs> like, That's not an on purpose thing. I'm not like attracted to young people. So please don't twist my words. That just happens to be what, how my love life went. Anyways. Um, if you are, what are those types that you think you found love with a younger person? Wait till they're fucking 18. Then you're in the fucking clear, like, and, and then, you know, like, hopefully there is no grooming involved, but there's only so much that we can do, even with the laws. Just just abide by the laws and wait till they're fucking 18.
1: I, I will put it this way, and I don't mean to get into uh, I don't want to make this an equality debate mm-hmm. because people want to scream out equality for women on a bunch of different topics and that's fine. I I'm not here to debate that, but the inequality when it comes to men versus women in this particular context mm-hmm. is so lopsided and it's a hundred
0: percent. This is the thing about equality. When it comes to like men and women, equality, we mm-hmm. pick and choose. Like we, as a society, we, we pick and, Is there something in my hair? Um, we pick and choose. So like, not necessarily us, but we'll say like the elitists. they pick and choose like in and, and the media, like they pick and choose like when women, women equality is actually a factor like transgenders in sports. Now nah, we don't give a fuck about women. Oh, a, a woman was, uh, a 15 or 16 year old girl got uh, was slept with by her teacher. What was that fucking language? Of uh, the sixteen-year-old girl slept with her twenty-five-year-old teacher. Oh, let's mm. fuck that teacher up. How dare he? You know what I mean? It is completely lopsided, and that's why I said a standard. Like it's the same with uh, not the same because the military we have we're lopsided when it comes to punishments too. But for the most part, we have a standardized punishment. So, like if you if you get in trouble, like this is the starting of it. Oh, you get in trouble again. Here's another thing. For example, if I'm late to work, counseling statement. If I'm late again, okay, you're gonna get another counseling statement. Late for a third time, okay, now you're getting an article 15. So like we have a, a somewhat set standard on repercussions. So if they would just mimic that in our civilian judicial system, then I think that it shouldn't matter what's between your legs.
1: Okay. I want to I want to talk about this because uh, KM brings in this comment. And for those who are listening, is this a good time to bring up Fifty Shades of Grey was an in fan fiction written by a middle-aged mom who got turned on by 17-year-old Robert Pattinson in the Twilight series?
0: Before we move on, buddies, let's take a quick break. Welcome back. Now let's continue on with the show. Well, first of all, Robert Pattinson, I think, was older than 17 when he did Twilight. He okay. was seventeen in the show. He was portraying right. a seventeen-year-old. Um, mm-hmm. I did not know that. That's what it was. But like, I mean, I I agree with like what you're you're trying to bring up because you you think about you know these these books like Twilight. I mm-hmm. I'm a huge Twilight fan. But when I went back and like listened to the books, it's kind of creepy. Like this nope. guy's technically three hundred fucking years old, and like mm-hmm. the way he. The way that him and Bella's dynamic in the book is extremely creepy and they kind of resemble it a little bit in the movies, but, um, yeah, it, it's, it's weird because the problem is the over-sexualization. Like, look at, look, if you watch any movie uh, about any high school, like Mean Girls, bring it on fucking she's all that. Like, I'm no, I'm naming off really old high school movies, but the, if, if you look at how those high schoolers are portrayed in those movies, one, they're always played by somebody who's not even close to being a high school age. They're usually Mm -hmm. in their early twenties. And then Gabrielle
1: Gabrielle Carteris in 90210, she was in her thirties.
0: See, so you have these older actors and actresses playing Mm -hmm. these roles of children and they're over-sexualized. Like this is why, I, I, uh, this is why girls dress the way they dress. And I'm not saying that's not victim shaming. I'm I'm not saying that at all, but like, there are a lot of girls specifically that do not look their age because the way they dress.
1: What was the, what was the show? It had the lead song. I don't want to be anything. Uh, the basketball, uh, high school in North Carolina, one tree Hill, the way the girls were dressed in one tree Hill made me even like, Whoa. Hold on i mean even in the early 2000s that yeah. was kind of yeah don't
0: get me wrong there's times where i've caught myself and i'm like oh wait a minute and then yeah. i have to like look to make sure i'm not some perv like how old is this fucking person it, like exactly just to exactly. make sure because like there's times like you don't you, you get caught off guard and i'm sorry if anybody wants to fucking screen record this shit and try to blast me on tiktok you go right ahead but you cannot tell me you have not had those same types of thoughts when you watch these things, the problem is the fucking media, whether it be mainstream media, whether it's Hollywood, it's the over-sexualization of characters and it needs to stop
1: period. I will. Okay. So I definitely want to go back to the 50 shades of gray real quick.
0: I've never watched that. I thought that oh. was weird. I'm not into the bondage thing. So, the, the, <laughs> well,
1: and, and that's fine. If it's not for you, it's not for you. And that's fine. I think it's a fun love story. Now, Okay, uh, Jen and Jen's dad, plug your ears. As somebody who's been involved in those kind of relationships, I can tell you two things. Number one, Fifty Shades of Grey is a very piss poor representation of what a BDSM relationship is. Okay, I've actually
0: heard that because it is
1: it is very much fan fiction. It's mm-hmm. not what the, that kind of relationship is about. Number two, if Christian Grey was a pizza delivery guy living in the trailer park, it wouldn't be Fifty Shades of Grey. It'd be the next Forty Eight. Okay, <laughs> so, l- l- only the fact that the guy was rich made this uh, franchise appealing. I'm sorry yeah. if you if you don't agree with me, fuck off. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd I- agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you, Kenda, sex does sell, but like if we're going to portray yes. it, then let, let's portray it in a healthy manner. Like, you know, high school kids should not mm-hmm. be portrayed wearing the things that they're like. They shouldn't be dressed like that. Like they should not be over-sexualized as high school students.
1: Right. And and last but not least, I will tell you, I'm going to tell the dirty little secret when it comes to those type of relationships. Okay. When it comes to a BDSM relationship, the submissive is the one who has all control.
0: I, I learned that from uh, CSI because there's a regular that comes with, mm-hmm. I think she's gone now, but lady Heather, yeah. She, yeah, I learned lady a Heather. lot of, I learned a lot about BDSM and whatever it is on because fucking CSI. And,
1: and, and that episode of CSI hits the nail on the head. No, and, there's more than One. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, but that episode, but there's one particular episode where uh, lady Heather talks about, you know, the submissive has all the control because all they have to do is say the safe word and everything mm-hmm. stops. Yeah. So they have the control. The control is an illusion to get the other person to a certain heightened sense of sexuality. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we'll leave it at that. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't think in any way, shape, fashion, or form, that the 50 shades franchise has anything to do with the hyper sexualization of kids because in the in the books and in the movies uh anna is a uh a, a senior in college you know and by a oh, okay. senior by by your senior year in college you've if you haven't done some things, then, you know, hey, that's awesome. That's great. And God be mm-hmm. with you. But in American society in the last 30 years, then seniors in uh, college have done more than probably some porn stars.
0: Oh, oh my goodness. I, yes, Ashley. I love Lady Heather also. <laughs> I, I mean i'm not into that stuff but i i do love lady okay. like her the, character and the way she portrays mm-hmm. her is just fucking awesome
1: that actress also played in a very little known uh very syndicated serial sci or not sci-fi but a uh, a special ops force it was special operations force like she played a green beret and she killed it i'm gonna have to look that up now because i cannot remember her name to save my life but she's a great
0: actress KM, where the fuck did you go to high school? Like, how many students were in that school? Jesus, triple triple di- digits. Are they just having like fucking parties? Wow, you know what parties I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: Oh, not your school. <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. Oh my goodness.
1: Melinda Clark. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was also in uh, Sp- uh the Spawn movie, like the really really bad Spawn movie. She was like the sexy mom in uh, that TV show The OC. She's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but she's the lady who, or she's the woman who played Lady Heather, and she is a, one of the most underrated actresses of the last twenty years. Phenomenal. Oh
0: yeah, she's I, I think she's great. Um, yeah, that's crazy. That that brings up uh, another point with like documentaries. You know, if they didn't have shows like um, 16 and Pregnant or whatever that fucking show is Mm -hmm. like they, like I said, it's just over sexualizing and they're making like that is giving a stigma like, oh, I can get pregnant and get on this TV show and be famous and fucking live out the rest of my life. Like, it's not it's not easy. Like, I I remember going to school with girls that got pregnant and like they they struggled. And I mean, you can get all the education you want and parents can do all the things that they want. But like I said, the end of the day, that teenager is going to do what they want.
1: I think he's meaning syphilis with this. They had a syphilis outbreak in the Weldon neighborhood in the Georgia in the 90s. Yeah, I think syphilis is what he's trying to uh, say there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, guys, it is. So what is the reference to the dragon? Uh, Because we're going to be talking about House Uh, of the Dragon.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Come on, on, Kenda. But there's also a lot of stuff going on in the show, and we're not going to get there right now but we're getting there. I promise you. Uh, the girls in my high school who got pregnant were bullied horribly. Uh, I ran into that some in my high school, uh, believe it or not, but I also went to a high school that literally was dependent upon a military base. I went to a high school that was almost 90% of us were kids who either had parents that lived and worked on Fort Knox or mm-hmm. kids who uh parents worked as civil service uh people on Fort Knox. So, and, and Jen, I think you can attest to it just as much as I can. There, there's rampant issues with sexuality when it comes to the military.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, that, I mean, honestly, like it's, there's, it's, it's not just a military thing though. Like it's, it's a problem across the board.
1: Right. Uh, oh, and I'm not saying that at all, please. But the not-
0: problem is like with the military specifically is um, when we when we deal with a lot of like these, these sharp incidents, uh, sexual harassment, assault, rape prevention is what sharp stands for. Um, hi, Baxter. We're, we're, hi, Baxter. Long time no see, buddy. Um, the The issue that we have when it comes to a lot of these sharp incidents is with the army specifically. I can't talk on the other branches. And I think I've talked about this before is. It depends on who you are. You know, there, there's like this stigma that like senior ranking NCOs that get with junior soldiers, they they aren't really punished. Things are swept under the rug. Now, it depends on who you are because there are a lot of senior uh, NCOs that have gotten in a lot of trouble. But it's just, it's the good old boy system that gets worked. And, and then a lot of the times, uh, and the problem, another problem that arises is uh, some of these soldiers that are lying brings a bad stigma because there's times where i you know I, i'd every instant that has come to my fucking doorstep or to my desk i've always tried to be very unbiased about it but there's times where like when the door's closed and that person's no longer there i'm like mm, i think she's lying because she's trying to get out this that and the other you know no. and um so it's it's we have a hard time with being able to filter out the false reporting from the true reporting. And because of that stigma, a lot of the tr- the actual incidents don't get reported because the ones that false report, and then they find out they false report, they get bullied and all this stuff and they shouldn't like, there's not supposed to be repercussions. I mean, there should be repercussions for lying, but like mm-hmm. there's a lot of repercussions that happen that shouldn't. And I mean, we look at incidents like Vanessa Guillen who, that, that tragic story there's and there's more i just shared on tiktok a story of uh denisha montgomery she's an mp in germany or was an mp in germany i don't think she was sexually assaulted i think she was just assaulted like um so i want to i want to contact her sister to find out the actual details i've been trying to reach out to people in germany that might know of this case but she was assaulted and they threatened her they said if you if you tell then you're going to get charged with assault too because she was fighting for her fucking life And ended up, uh, I guess she mushed some girl's face to get her off of her and bit the dude's hand that was choking her. And so they said, you're going to get charged with assault, too. Well, the thing is. The thing that a lot of people don't realize is there is no such thing as self-defense in the military, unless it is preservation of life. If she's being choked out, that's preservation of life. And unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody comes up and punches me in the face, I can't punch them back. I'm not allowed to punch them back. If I have the means to escape, I I have to escape. I am not allowed to punch them back. There's no no, uh, self-defense unless it's preservation of life. So with her case, because she was a young private, she didn't know any better. She's going to obviously listen to the leaders that have been in the army longer than a day. And she's like, oh, shit, I don't want to get charged either. Well, 21 days after she called her family, they found her unalived by suffocation. And if you guys know anything about suicide fucking statistics, that's not very common to, you know, suffocate yourself. Like you're going to either hang or use a bullet or pills. So um, I want to try to bring some some more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Experts, not experts. People I want with- to bring, I want to shine some more light on this because this is something that like nobody, I didn't know, I didn't know about this. And I'm in the military police corps. I had mm. no idea that this, this incident happened. And this is something that happens very often, whether it's assault or sexual assault, uh, the victim is being threatened or blackmailed or whatever. And so it makes people not want to report these things.
1: Yeah. Mm. Are, yeah. Awareness. Is,
0: Thank you. Baxter. Awareness, that's, that, yeah. That's the word go. I was looking for.
1: All right so everyone we've come to that point spoilers ahead jen and i are going to talk about the newest episode of house of the dragon from the game of thrones spinoff on hbo and we're going to be talking about it in about five seconds so spoilers ahead in three two
0: if you leave have a great weekend buddies
1: let's go all right. So this is the first episode with the time jump enough to replace some actors and actresses.
0: Which pisses me off. One, this is a 10-year fucking gap. Mm-hmm. 10
1: years. I, I did not think uh, the king would last 10 more years. Yeah.
0: like that, <laughs> Here's the thing. And this is the, the biggest issue that I have with the show is these fucking time jumps. Because there's so I love much- it. I think it's. Different. I I don't because there's so I I don't like time jumps. Period in shows, okay. but okay. like they there's so much that they could have done for the that ten years or the three years or the six months or the you know one year. Like all these time jumps that they've done, like they could have filled it with some sort of content, and we could have had more time with Millie Alcock and the girl that I, plays Allison.
1: I need a I need a question: Is why is the bitch boy not aged? Okay, which one? Because. What,
0: Fucking uh, Sir Kristen Cole. So all they did was add oh. a little bit of gray hair, but like Millie Alcott can't stay on as Rainier. Like that's bullshit. That's straight bullshit. Like, cause they were similar in age. Like, come on. I, I just, I'm mad. I'm mad about, I think I'm more mad I, about Millie Alcott not being in the show anymore because I, I just loved her portrayal of Princess I, Rainier.
1: I, I see what you're saying and I get that, but also at the same time, I'm one of those people, it, it's giving more opportunities for more women, so in the acting, so in those roles, so it doesn't bother me as much. But it will also have a huge dependency on how long this show lasts. Is there going to be a second season? Is this just a one? By the end of season, season two, thing? they're
0: going to be fucking having the night of the White Walkers in fucking Winterfell. <laughs> like they keep doing these fucking time jumps. I, I, like, we're I already hundred and fifty years away from fucking Daenerys Targaryen being born. Like, come on.
1: Uh, I will tell you this the new actress who is playing uh Ranera. I'm not a fan.
0: I, I I'm not either. And I and, and this is the other problem with them switching you know actors and actresses like partway through the season is because we get so like we fall in love with the characters that originally started playing them so then when the new ones come in, you're kind of like man that's not millie alcock and i think that's what my problem is with i can't remember what her name is um but i think that's what my problem is i did hear that they are coming back in season two so fucking flashbacks but i fucking hate flashbacks like it gets i get confused but um i i will say that uh we, there's so much that they could have put like in in this time gap that we just completely skipped over. Um, yeah. But that that's enough about me bitching about the time gap. Let's. Now, I guess. I,
1: Olivia Cook, the new Allison, I love her.
0: Oh she's, yeah. She's done a
1: bunch of different things. She's she's a great, great, classically trained actress. She's amazing.
0: Um, which end are you talking about, Ashley? Are you talking mm-hmm. about with Rhaenyra?
1: Ending uh I don't know the ending of this to be honest with you. I don't know how this is gonna end.
0: Joffrey uh spoiled that in like season three when he was taking Marjorie on the tour with the in the dungeon with the dragon heads. Oh really? Oh yeah, There, that was like a big big conversation piece a couple I'd, weeks I'd ago. Have on I'd have to
1: go back and look. I'm try I'm trying not to go into the spoilers for myself Mm -hmm. uh, as I like to put it out there. And
0: that's the one thing that's kind of pissed me off about Facebook um, because they, they, a lot of people are like talking about like, like the the comic book uh, page that I Mm -hmm. follow. They're like, Oh, this is what if you read the books, like this is why this person's important and this person's important, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But but anyways, so let's talk about the episode. I'll tell you from the start of this episode, the sound effects of Renera giving birth (laughs) bothered me so much. I didn't, I didn't need to hear the squishiness. I I didn't like the squishiness coming out. It grossed me out so bad.
1: Well, I will also tell you, I feel bad for, I mean, I feel when I say feel bad, the actors who, uh, uh, the last not this episode but the previous episode this is episode six that we're reviewing but in episode five you had three or four different actors play prominent roles for like 10 minutes
0: yeah and like, now uh, they're gone <laughs> lena, lena and laris um, yes yes so like they they were already switched out um It's I don't know. It's just it's crazy to me with the switches. I don't I don't like it. But yet Sir Kristen Cole can stay the fucking same. And, you know, they add some fucking makeup to Viserys. And I'm surprised this dude's still alive.
1: (laughs) So the whole the whole conflict between uh, Sir Kristen and uh, Haren Strong. We saw that one coming a mile away. This, but
0: Listen, this buddy holding on to a grudge for 10 fucking years. Like, oh, <laughs> grow, the, grow the fuck up, man. Like, this was 10 years ago, and you're still holding on but to a grudge? But his
1: honor's at stake.
0: Oh, no. Your honor, you fucking <laughs> made that decision yourself. You could have said no.
1: Now, you let, know? Me, let me ask you this. How do you feel about the new Little Fingers? I like to call him?
0: Oh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Laura Strong? Larry yes. Strong something mm-hmm. like that. I fucking yeah, hate that guy. I, I oh that's towards the end. Um yeah. but yeah, so we we have here fucking Allison wanting to see the brand new baby. Um uh, we know why because all of Ranier's kids are growing or being born with dark hair. Um <laughs> why are all their kids pussies? I, you know what? It's the fucking generation.
1: <laughs> wow. I mean they were the they were the millennials before millennials.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But no, all of their kids, I mean, yeah, maybe they are receiving fighting training, but then the one guy is just a bully who doesn't want to be king. He's like Mm -hmm. basic. Yeah. Yeah, Ashley is right. The guy holding the grudge, bitch boy. Absolutely. And then, you know, but all of these kids, none of them, like I wouldn't trust them with a potato gun, much less the fucking Seven Kingdoms. I mean, they're, they're,
0: they're, they're children, you know, like let's, let's think about, you know, like none of them are being
1: portrayed uh you know, I knew from the jump that Aria was gonna be a badass,
0: right? But like, look at Bran. Look at how Bran was when he started, and he ended up being, I mean, a weirdo, but he was kind of a badass towards the end, kind of. But like, you know, they have to th- this I think opens the door for you know, the uh story arc for these characters. So I do, <laughs> I do like that. That that scene bothered me <laughs> so fucking much.
1: That like, scene that scene did not bother me, but I would I had flashbacks to uh Oh, what was the Targaryen? Not the Targaryen, but the Lannister Tommen. kid. Tommen. yeah. I had Tommen flashbacks. I'm like, not again! Like, no, the, yeah, the memes, like, this window, <laughs> like this, this window has been through so much. I just, I think it, it's exactly,
0: it was awkward. And then his it mom comes in. Homelander scene. And, like, you know, he's sitting there with his meat in his hand, like, under the covers and, like, covered up. And she gets off close to him and is touching him. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is, let's not, like, can, can you tell him to, like, put some clothes on and then have this discussion. Like this is so fucking wrong. Can can Um, I
1: tell a bad joke?
0: I mean, you usually do.
1: Okay. Tabitha paused it real quick. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And she said, isn't this usually where people fast forward this part?
0: Yeah, it was, it was very awkward. I was was like,
1: Tabitha, that's, that's so wrong, (laughs) but I don't.
0: Yeah. I don't (laughs) love my life, but damn, I, I don't, I, I, I just don't understand.
1: Whoa, show. wait, Thomas was another example. Thomas mol- was never molested. Yeah, I, he was, I, don't get me wrong, I think in the books, he was either just 13 or 14 when he got married to uh, Marjorie Marjorie Tyrell. And, yeah, but that's, I don't think that's molestation.
0: Yeah, I don't think he was molested. Like we can talk yeah. about pedophilia because that's what that is. But that's also the, the time. You know, not justifying at all,
1: but like, let's. But let, let's be honest, Tom and had sex with Tyrell before. No, no, I don't, I don't think, think so.
0: so. No, she just visited him. Uh, she was still a, a maiden.
1: Yeah. And, and so I so she he married he, him. Yeah, I think he wanted to, but did he actually do it? No, I doubt it. But they, let, let, let's not get of off different. track. Let, we're, we're not trying to get woke here, guys. I mean, there yeah. there's some stuff that you have to think about, but I don't think that's one of them
0: yeah i mean like like we we talked about from the very first episode um this you have to understand the historical accuracies when it comes to those types of relationships again not justifying it at Mm -hmm. all because it's wrong but like that's why we have evolved as people and understand that it's wrong now Mm -hmm. um yeah mary young
1: because yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. They were, they were married young. Um, and then going back to what Tina said, I was also sad when Rhaenyra had to make that walk. Um, but I, no. you know, that, that just shows, that's just goes to show to her character, like walking, you know, like, fuck this bitch. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to take the baby myself. Um, I do not like Allison's kids.
1: Uh, I don't maybe like the- none of these kids to be honest.
0: No. And I mean, honestly, this one, uh, Jace Targaryen, he gives me Robin uh, Aaron vibes.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: He gets Robin Aaron vibes. Um. Yeah. So here, you know, we see the the baby dragon and uh, Jace getting to try to uh, imprint and give it, you know, commands and get super excited because he, you know, he says Drakkar's and it burns the fucking goat. Poor goat. Um. And then we see the other the three kids uh, bully Amon uh, Targaryen, the youngest son of Alicent which I don't really understand. I'm pretty sure it was Eamon, Eamon's idea, because he is the oldest, and I feel like he's the one that's doing that, and he blames the other Targaryen children on that. Um, yeah. I don't understand why they're bullying him so much. Again, because we have these time gaps, and we don't know. Like Maybe he did something. Maybe he's just a weirdo. I don't fucking know, but um, yeah, we, we got a lot of... Uh...
1: And then uh, we only got a few minutes left, but Daemon... And his new wife. And now yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. All of a
0: sudden, he's married to Lena. Yeah. And, you know, she. And loses her. And, and oh my God, I'm telling you what, this fucking episode. It, it was when great. She, when she dies, I was like, oh no. But she went out the way she wanted, which is yep. like her, uh, her dragon is a fucking badass. Like she, uh, Vagar, I think is the name of her dragon. It's a beast, so. is a beast of a dragon. And, you know, she's obviously an older dragon, but like, she went out the way she wanted to go out um Rhaenyra she she's trying to mend the houses so to speak the Targaryens and Targaryens to marry off her kid the kid and Mm -hmm. Allison's not fucking having it um and then she talks to fucking uh Larys not Larys uh Loras whatever his fucking strong the the crooked foot guy right um and he fucking misconstrues to oh, let me just go ahead and kill off my dad and brother.
1: He didn't misconstrue it, he used it.
0: Well, yeah, well, he twisted it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So he oh, twisted okay, okay. it, yeah. kills off uh Harwin Strong and his dad, to, uh, because that he's trying to make a vacancy for the hand of the king. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, at the end, allison Allison like you kind of feel bad for her, um, but she, she's kind of like, fuck I fucked up by talking to you because mm-hmm. now. He has this held over her, even though she didn't say to go do this, mm-hmm. she like now they have to be in cahoots because he could just be like, Well, I was just you know, orders of the queen, even though he twisted the fuck out of it. So the fact that Lana, the Harwin, Harwin Strong, and his dad get killed, like this shit's fucking insane. I couldn't fucking believe it,
1: dude. I, I love it, I think it's great. It's we oh, yeah. got to some great stuff. Uh I love the set designers and the set builders and what they do with Dragonstone.
0: Here's uh, my I, thing.
1: Okay.
0: The, all the monies that they have put into the show, mm-hmm. I'm starting to see some of the CGI things that you were talking about. Like when yeah. uh, Amond, is walking mm-hmm. down to uh, the underneath where the dragons are. Yes. That is such terrible fucking green screen. Like he's just walking. Like you can tell like the way he's walking. He's not actually walking down some stairs. Like it was pretty mm-hmm. fucking bad. Can we go to um the preview for next week?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go back a little bit in here, in here, in here. There you go. Okay. So for next week,
0: so we have uh, Rhaenyra and her family at Dragonstone. Um, they're obviously probably having a funeral. I'm assuming for probably Lena.
1: It's got to be for Lena, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then there's the beast of a dragon, Vhagar. Mm-hmm. Allison, where the fuck are you flying to? Oh my god, that that dragon is fucking scary. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> this is where I just feel like this episode coming up this is going to set the tone because uh ashley's already told us that the uh they've confirmed that a season two is going to be made Mm -hmm. this is setting the tone actually more for season two but yeah Yeah. ashley's right the dragon does get stolen now who steals the dragon oh my god it's so good
0: and i'm wondering who's who's back like is that auto hightower back as the hand
1: Exactly.
0: Like, oh my God. Like I think, so I think with this next episode, it is, it's just going to set the tone. And I think this is why they did all the time jumps because they want to get to this point that actually sets up the story because we already know that Damon was offered to stay in, um, where the fuck was he? Bravos or lease
1: uh, lease, I believe.
0: Um, anyway, th- one of the free cities and I said it from like the beginning, I think that there's going to be a big war with the Westeros and one of what the
1: fuck is going on behind me? Who is that?
0: A dog? I, can't, I hope. I well, it's got to be, but I can't see because the freaking tapestry is in my way. But anyways, um, okay. Woo! I was I, like,
1: somebody just breaking <laughs> your house, dude. Why? Um,
0: I like I said it from the beginning that I think that the the because there's gonna be a big war. You guys know that a big war is gonna yeah. be coming. They've kind of portrayed or kind of hinted that the things in the stepstones are starting to heat up again. But I really think that the big war is going to be between Westeros and the Free Cities. And I think it's I I didn't I wasn't sure if uh, Damon was going to end up being like the antagonist or not. But I do think that it is now going to be Damon and possibly him with
1: Rhaenyra before. Well, at some point, and if you've read the books, you'll understand what I'm fixing to say. But at some point, we have to get into the whole the green and the blacks that that's what this all boils down to. And I think we've got to get there soon. But so the house,
0: the house colors, I'm assuming.
1: Well, the blacks are the ones who support Rhaenyra and her claim, and mm-hmm. the greens are the ones who support Allison and her family's ascension. Okay, gotcha. So they, they've got to get there, yeah. And Ashley's right, they have kind of done it so far, mm-hmm. but it's very minuscule uh, compared to not only the books, but where it should go in the TV show. Mm-hmm. So
0: I really need to read the books. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. This has been an awesome episode before Jen wraps up. I did want to say that this has been the most interactive episode we've had in a while. So thank you to everybody in the chat. Thank you to everybody who's watched. And if you're listening, please be sure to check us out. We live stream. The show on YouTube every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. So thank you guys. We really do appreciate all the support. And make sure you go check out Jen's new venture coming up really soon. She's going to talk about more of that in her clothes. Hit it with it, Jen.
0: All right, buddies. Um, you know, like I said, it's spiritual journey. I will explain this tapestry on the cosmic compass. So make sure you guys follow us there on YouTube, TikTok, Spotify excuse me, and Instagram. Um, I really hope to see all you guys there. I really do appreciate everyone being so interactive. I love episodes like this where the chat gets, you know, really interactive with, you know, what, you know, we're talking about. And I think like, I think we finally kind of found like our groove. Like I know I started off with politics and there was kind of a period in between the politics and now where I was kind of like, eh, I don't really know what to talk about. I think we finally found our groove and I'm so excited about it. I appreciate all you guys being here and I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Thank you to B- producer Bill. And again, thank you, buddies. Have a great week. Bye.